What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Smoke Podcast. This is episode 131. 131. I'm your host, Ryan. Hi. This is Matthew. Hi, I'm Matthew. Uh, He goes by at Customs by Matthew. If you you aren't aware, you should be aware. He's he's famous. So famous. He's pretty famous. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Everybody, come see how good I look. (laughs) How are you, my friend? Oh, good. How are you? Well, you know, I'm I'm just living life. I'm on vacation now, so that's good. Oh yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't even remember that again. Fuck, I yeah. saw everything right now. I'm off all week, so this is gonna be a good week. I don't have to think about work. It is a good week. Potentially, my work won't exist by the time my vacation's over, and that would be great too. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Hoping somebody just hits that delete key and someone office spaces it and fucking burns that shit down. Yeah, or like aliens invade and then i don't have to worry about work you know true but then you might get an anal probe how would you feel about that if i don't have to work i'm fine with it (laughs) that's a lot about your job (laughs) yeah i mean at this point sure why not give me some money you can anally probe me i don't care there you have folks just has to be enough uh, money has any anybody has extra money kicking around yeah, like there's a high chance that like if, if some old person was just like, "Here's ten million dollars," you're now like, you know, my diddle slave. I'll be like, "All right, <laughs> ten million dollars, all right." You know, you're like, Should, "Do I call you daddy or <laughs> what would you prefer?" <laughs> oh god, I hate me. That's funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> We got we got lots of stuff to talk about this week. We got the we old uh, Loki number three. We got the Gen V number six, and we got the Blink One Eighty Two album. So uh, we're going to be talking about those three things. We are going to do an episode mm-hmm. next week because Matt's uh, traveling plans have changed. So they didn't change. I'm just stupid. Well, I was trying to give you credit, but I mean, yeah, down yourself. Sure, Matt's stupid. Okay. He's just really, really good looking. Um, yeah. So we'll have an episode next Sunday. Um, yes, Sunday, not Saturday, because Saturday I get home, so I don't, I don't know how late it'll be. Right. So, one thirty-two will be next Sunday, which will finish off our uh, Halloween shenanigans mm. uh, for the for October. But um, yeah, uh, what did you get up to this week? What do you want to talk about? How's the studio looking? Um, what color underwear are you wearing? You know, all the details. All the details. So, studio is looking pretty okay. Uh, they still have to basically put the like handle and the door lock on the door uh they have to install the window still yes that is uh and they have to uh do the side all the siding so another like two weeks maybe yeah Yeah. it depends they said they're not going to be here next week so i'm guessing it'll be the week after i think if they have like three days in a row they could probably finish everything yeah, just pretty, depending on very close. weather and, you know, all that jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got all the main stuff done, though. Like, it's basically weatherproof at this point. If the window was, hole wasn't cut and the door had, like, was secured, it would be weatherproof. pretty much at that point. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. So Good, good. So, yeah, so we can actually get in there and start doing electrical pretty quick here, I think. So I think we're going to start doing that in the next few days, me and my father-in-law. So. Right, right. Great. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, so that's good. Um, this week, I didn't really get up to a lot. I was saying to Ryan, I, I didn't really watch that much this week. I was 
I guess I had a busy week. I feel like I had a busy week. Um, the only thing I watched was outside of our shit we're talking about tonight. Um, uh, all the late night channels came back last week. Uh, I didn't mention it last week, but I was wa- I've been watching those again. I watched Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert pretty much night every night, at least the monologues. Maybe not all the interviews, but so yeah. So I've been kind of trying to fit that back into my schedule. And then uh, last night, Kate and I watched. Uh, I was saying to Ryan, I can't remember the name of it. I think it's on Amazon, but it's this documentary about twin flames. It's like this guy who like starts like this kind of like cult, and basically like he um, talks about like having like this like twin flame who's like your basically like your your true love your one true love that like is perfect for you and he like sells people on all this stuff it's pretty it kind of starts really small and then just kind of gets kind of crazy but um, as all cults do yeah yeah so it was like whatever it was okay like it kept my interest for at least a few um and then we also watched desperately seeking soulmate escaping twin flames universe that's the one there he is there he is. Um, and then I also watched something else, but I can't remember what. Wow. What an informative episode. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes <laughs> very helpful. Some show with called Twin Flames or something. And something another thing that I, I can't remember. Yes. And then I also watched quite a bit of uh, Always Sunny and Community this week as well. I started by watching the Halloween Community episodes. And then just kept kind of watching. And then one night I was saying to Ryan, I really wanted to hear the Frank's Little Beauty song. So I put Frank's Little Beauties on. And then I started going through episodes, like not like the whole seasons. Like I was actually yeah. picking up. So that's the Keep first time I've, I've like known the episodes well enough to be like, I want to watch this one. I want to watch this one. Yeah, the standout so episodes. Watched, yeah, so I watched about, I don't know, maybe about 12 episodes while I was customizing this week. So. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I listen to a fucking ton of Blink, like a stupid amount of Blink. Same. Same. I mean, we can talk about that now. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I also listen to a lot of Blink. Their new album, One More Time, came out, what, Friday? So yesterday, kind Thursday, of. Like, technically, but yeah, Friday. Um, What do you think? Do you like it? Do you not like it? How? how where? Um, where is your feelings on this? I like I I really like it. I the first few listens I had on it, I didn't I see the thing is is like I never went into this thinking it was gonna be my favorite blink album because I just I don't ever see there being a point where untitled or self-titled or take off your pants and jacket or NMR ever topped for me. Like they're just they're they're past their prime and it just it won't ever happen, I don't think. No, it's impossible. I it's I think that is like time and place though like yes i definitely agree with that it's it's a very like pivotal time in our lives where like we're you know teenagers early teenage years like you know you're you're going through a fuck ton of like life changes mental changes teenage angst like it just those albums hit at the perfect time in in your life you're starting to go through heartbreak and like all that shit like i don't think blink could put out an album now that would ever relate to us on that level like i just yeah it's not possible like to me i think the thing is is like you know i kind of switch like put blink into like kind of two different things it's like there's like blink that did enema 
take off your pants and jacket and self-titled. And that's the Blink that wrote as a unit. That was like Blink. They wrote songs together. Yeah, and then, they were like, a band. Yeah, and then like once they did self-titled and they did all that kind of more experimental stuff, I think both Mark and Tom kind of wanted to do new things and try new things. And at that point, that was where they start, They segregated and it was like, these are Tom's songs, these are Mark's songs. And it's like, it, they didn't, it didn't feel like the same band anymore. So it's like, you know, it's like this feels a lot like neighborhoods to me. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's a lot of like stuff to like love on this album. And like, it's funny of the 17 songs, 17 or 16, whatever songs. 17, 17 I think, but like three are like sketch. Short. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's skits. They're songs, but they're just short. They're 30 seconds, right? Well, I mean, turn this off as a skit. No, it's not. Turn this off as a song. No, it's not. Well, it's a song, but it's a skit. It's 30 seconds. It's just a yeah, stupid... it's still catchy. It's a catchy as fuck song. Like to me, that song is one of my favorite songs of the whole album. I think it's if that song was like four minutes longer, it is a song. It's a sketch. It's the same thing as Grandpa ate seven fucking hot dogs. It's a sketch. That's a song. No, it's not a song. song, It's It's 30 seconds. Sorry, you're wrong on this one. I'm not. (laughs) But um, but yeah, of the of the whole list, like really, the ones I skip are the ones that came out before Dance with Me. Oh, totally same. Like I skip, I skip one more time. I skip uh, when we were young. When we were uh, no, I like when we were young. Skipped edging, skipped. I still listen to edging. I like that. I still you don't like know it. what you've got. Skipped. I skipped that one. I don't like that one either. Hurt interlude. Skipped. Childhood, okay. the last song on the album. Skipped. I didn't like childhood at first, but once I got into it a bit more, and like, I, there's a, a lot there that is enjoyable for me personally. But to me, this would have been a perfect ten song album. Like, I think there's just a lot of filler on it that's not very good. I, I. I don't not like it. Like I think it's a solid, okay, blank album. Like, like you said, like it, it was never going to hit me. Like it would have at fifteen, yeah. and it's just yeah. the way it is. But like, I love the first two tracks, like Anthem Part Three and Dance with Me. I think are both top notch blank songs. Like I think they're both mm-hmm. very catchy. Uh, Terrified is definitely the boxcar racer like era yeah. blank that I like. Me too. Um, I like it. I didn't again at first. I didn't, but once I kind of got into it a bit more, I really got. I liked it. I like it a lot more. Fell in love. I think is just a song that like I like the most of it, but I hate the intro on it. Like the like steel drum or whatever the fuck it is that uh, like intros the song. I just I would delete that because I think it's obnoxious. Um, Which one for fell in love? Yeah, there's like that. Oh, see, I love that. Fucking hate it. Uh, more than you know, I like Blink Wave. I like Bad News. I like. I like, but I love Bad News. I think Bad News is one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Turpentine. Really I like. Me too. Fuckface is good. Other side's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, like. So for the most part, I would say like, yeah, there's probably like ten songs on it that's like worth worth an listening album. to. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say the ones I'm skipping are, like I said, those first three. Uh, I still, I am still listening to Edging, but like I am skipping uh, one more time. I'm skipping um, the one that goes that's after that. Like I can't remember the name of it, but it's the it was the same one that came out at, with one more time that first week, whatever it's called. When we were young. more than you, more than you know, more than you know. 
didn't care for that one too much. And then uh, I've been skipping the you don't know till it's gone or whatever. I've been skipping that one too. It's just so slow and like like there's songs that just totally like break up the album for me where I'm like these songs are way too slow and I know like they need that you know fucking stay together for the kids Adam song type song in the in the album but like for me I would have way preferred this album to just come out like a blistering like pop punk 35 minute album of just like here's 12 catchy ass fucking songs that are like fast and and keep you keep you going and like i don't know i just think those two slow songs like really like slow down the album for me but um overall it's 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 solid i don't know i mean like that zane low interview like that we both watched uh it's like i don't know just about an hour hour and five minutes hour 10 minutes something like that um i think it was a good interview for the most part i felt like they were pretty transparent with everything that you know like went on in the last yeah i liked it decade of their friendship or whatever but like i also felt that he was very you know pumping them up and being like you know oh this is the best album you've ever written oh my god like you guys are yeah. and i'm like it's just not like it's just simply not i would be i think it'd be you know what though man i have to say that i i don't think it's the best album ever but i've heard i've seen a lot of people online who are saying like oh this is easily one of their best and i'm like eh, like maybe top five but definitely not top three like not just it's nowhere near top three i mean no no no. i think i like i actually think i like neighborhoods better than this album but i i'd probably put this sixth yeah i'd put it i think i'd probably put it fifth or sixth it's hard to say for sure i kind of like dude ranch so dude i I think dude ranch would be five yeah Um, I, i like this better than neighborhoods i like this better than nine i don't like this better than california i california is probably number four for me i know that's very weird as an old blink fan but like i just i, I fucking love cal like the, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people saying that this album has a lot of like enema of the state and, and take off the, your fans and jacket and like i just don't really hear it like maybe the fast part i get like yeah. the, the speed of the songs but like like i think california sounds way more like enema of the state than not all of it but there's definitely a lot of songs like there's a few, but like it's very, for me, like there's a lot of slow songs on that album. Yeah, there's a few slow songs. I mean, it's not nothing like nine. Nine's just all no, slow. Nine's bad. I mean, nine's, nine's the worst bad. album by far. I, I don't yeah. even think it's questionable, but yeah, um, I agree. Uh, California's fine. Like, I don't think it's a bad album by any means, but I, I just, it, it's fine. I wouldn't, I listen to it, like, you know, once a year and I'm, I'm more than content with it, but, um, I don't know. Like, we'll see if this album has any staying power for me, really. But like, mm-hmm. overall, that happened with California for you, right? It had no staying power. Right? Had no staying I power. Remember, yeah. See, I listened to California for like five months. Yeah, like I mean, I've already gone back to metrics. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I've already been like, oh, I, I feel like listening to that rather than the new Blink album. I've listened to it like probably three or four times since yesterday. But I mean, overall, like, like I uh, like I was saying with the, with the interview and stuff, I like their transparency. I like that. Like, you know, me they've too. confronted the Mark and Tom stuff and, you know, hit that all head on about like, you know, the relationship and not wanting to perform together on stage and like all that stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. I hope, I hope this has actually repaired their friendship. Like, I hope this is legitimately the last time they break up and it's genuine and they're friends. And regardless of what happens in the future, like if, if Tom wants to leave again or whatever the case may be, maybe Mark wants to like, who knows? But I'm just saying like, if that, if it comes to those crossroads again, 
I hope they just end the band and just say like, okay, you know what? Like we'll pause the band or end the band. And if one day we feel like coming back to it, great. But like, I'd rather them just go off and do their side stuff that they want to do separately and then come back and do an album when you're ready for it. Like there's no Mm -hmm. need to rush it. And like, uh, there was an interview I saw today, I think with Travis that they already are planning a second album or uh, EP at least. Yeah, I songs. think they had a bunch of leftovers from this album. Though, right, I think. that's what he said. He's like, it's songs left over from this album, so we're not sure what we're going to do with them yet, but it's probably an EP or another album. And I'm like, ah, see, that's got California like deluxe written all over it, and I thought most of those songs were throwaway. So. Yeah, there's a handful um, of good ones, but they're mostly bad. Yeah, I agree. So, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe these are great songs. Who knows? But I, I just... The thing with California deluxe was most of those songs were the songs they wrote before John was involved. I'm pretty sure John Feldman before he was producing. Right. And then the, there was three, they recorded three songs, parking lot, misery and wildfires, I think. And those were the ones that they did like after they had finished the album, they went back and wrote another three songs and recorded. Them, was fine, which, yeah. Yeah. See, those are the three, those are the three songs that I like off that deluxe album. The rest of them are just like, it's like you said, like I can take them or leave them. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the production on the album is like bad by any means. I, I definitely like listening to it on headphones uh, mm-hmm. all the way through. I, I thought like Travis did a pretty good job, but um, me too. I like it. I definitely would be interested to see them work with somebody from the outside more than I agree. To, to just push them a little harder and like not letting them rest on whatever they decide is good. Like, I'd rather yeah. somebody with outside ears come in and go, like, no, we need to fix that. Like, you know what I mean? And then be open Excuse- to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, it might kind of contradict what they're kind of saying about this kind of reunion, which is like, we're going to just be us and we're just going to do what we want to do. And, and like, you know, so in this circumstance where they have stuff that's like, hey, this kind of sounds similar to this, or this kind of sounds similar to this. Like, it's like, you know, they're kind of like, you know, backing up that statement, right? By doing that. But like, to have them have somebody again like john like if they had somebody like john who did california come in and work with them like like how they are currently yep. man i think they could make a really sick fucking record yeah i mean i i i don't know i i i hope this album is like like a rusty you know like athlete getting back into you know after he retires and they're like you know what i want to come back and do one more one more season like i hope this is them getting back together and like working out the rust and then like the next album is just like fucking awesome and it like blows yeah, me away i love that and it's like it just took an album for them to like really get going again you know and um i was a little bit disappointed with how dismissive they were of matt skiba but like overall mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm glad alkaline trio is still up together and like putting out another album in january and you want to see them in march Woo-hoo. yeah exactly that's great and i wish i was too and um yeah, I, I like I said, I, I think the album's fine. I don't think it's their best album. I don't think it's their worst album. I would give it like a solid three and a half out of five or something like that. Like it, it's not, it's not great. It's, it's, it's good. You know, yeah, that sucks where I'm. At. I'm, I'm, I am enjoying it though. And like honestly, with multiple repeats, and like I've listened to it. Like honestly, I probably listened to it about twenty times since it came out. So, like as I repeat, listen to it especially like as a whole unit like as a whole album i feel like it works really well because like like there's times where like i don't skip the songs i said i was gonna skip because it just like they flow and i'm just occupied and i just let it go right but 
you know, when yeah. I'm turning songs on specifically, it's never those songs. It's always like, it's always, you know, shut this off or, or bad, what's it called? Bad bad girl however it's called bad, bad, girl. bad, bad news <laughs> or uh bad girl, yes. anthem or yeah i mean yeah, for me just... by far the best two songs on the album are the first two songs on the album yeah i like yeah I anthem like... part three and dance with me are like dance with me is like the best song they've written since self-titled in my opinion i love uh i like dance with me a lot too but i like i love i like fell in love more but yeah i can't i just i hate that intro if they got rid of that it. intro, I would love. I would like. I can't stand it. It's so annoying. Um, and then you get that little Angels Airways guitar. Yeah, it's good. I, I I also like went back and I listened to the Boxcar album and I listened to the first Transplants nice. album and the Plus Forty Four album and uh the first Angels and Airways album and like you know what like. Out of all those, like I, I would say probably the Boxcar Racer albums. Well, plus forty four albums, really good too. But yeah. um, that Angels album's okay. Like that first Angels album, I don't mind it. Like some of the tracks on it, but like the rest of the Angels catalog is just trash. See, for and, me, I I like a few things off of I Am or the first one, but I Empire is the one I. Really there's a few like. tracks on I Empire I like, but like overall, I think the album's pretty pretty bad. But like I think there's like four or five tracks on it that are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. The rest, like the next, like four albums, I don't, I don't think there's a single song on it I like. No, um, I got out of it, and I really felt like during that interview, like it seemed like almost Tom wasn't very happy with them either. In a way, like he basically like said he had no plans on ever touring again until Mark got sick. And I'm like, yeah, that's an interesting take for a guy that mm-hmm. was like so fucking had a hard on for Angels. Yeah, yeah, like it's interesting. So, um, yeah. Really. I wouldn't be surprised if Angels is like done done. Like he doesn't do anything, another album or anything with him. Yeah, he could always go back somewhere down the road, especially if Mark and Travis want to do something different for a little bit or take time off Blink, and then maybe he's I would like, oh, you know, pay a lot if he did another Boxcar album. Oh man, that'd be sick. That'd be bad. especially after hearing that. It's like, oh yeah. Like if he did another Boxcar album with Travis and fucking did a tour and like did like both albums or something like that. That's totally a show I would go to, even though yeah. I don't think Tom's a very good live singer. Like I would totally go to that show. Yeah, um, I think I think the way another thing about this new album is I I want to see those songs played. Like they're probably playing right now. I'm curious to see what their set list is for tonight because I'm wondering how many new songs are going to play. Yeah, I mean, I the one thing I would say too is like on Anthem Part Three, Tom's voice sounds totally weird to me. And oh yes, it's very processed. Yeah, like I don't know if like it just has so much processing on it that that's why it sounds so weird or like what it is, but like that's the one song on the album where I'm like, this doesn't even sound like Tom. I'm just looking to see what they if they add anything in. So they put uh, they played more than you know. They played edging. They played dance with me. They played one more time, Hmm. and they play again tomorrow too. So we'll see what they play. I'm bummed yeah. that they took Cynical out already, but I figured that would be the first one to get cut. But. Yeah, yeah. I uh, did you also really see that to... Mo- Motion City is doing a 20 year yeah. tour for uh, for uh, you are the Saint movie Andrews or Hall, whatever the like, fuck it is. Uh, it's like what January 3rd or something like that or fourth. I know I'm like really want to go because I love San Andrews, but I'm also like fuck. It's a bad timing, January 3rd. Like, come on. 
yeah i think i think it's a wednesday or a two like it's a fucking bad day to have it i hate the bands that like fucking tour during the week because i wish all shows were like weekend shows because those are the only shows i can go to and there's so yeah. many shows that like i'm like oh that'd be a great show it's on a thursday fuck you know it's like mm. give me a Maybe saturday show yeah anyway um any more to add about blink before we move on no but since you brought up alkaline trio what do you what do you think of the new single it's good it's good i i i've listened to it a few times i don't think it's like their best track by any stretch or anything like that but um you know i i mean i'm i'm interested to hear the album i think it's a bad album t- title but it's kind of weird it's like what teeth and face and something i don't remember it's a bad it's a bad album title but um it's good eyeballs and teeth or and something. then their new drummers what's his face right from adam willard adam from willard. angels and airwaves yeah which is weird very weird just trade members back and forth here apparently but uh Hey, whatever. I mean, that he the thing is, is he'll play like for what they do, what they need, like he'll be good. So, no, no, I don't. I, I think he's, but a I f- think Derek, I think Derek recorded the album, though. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm almost certain. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. I, um, I, I would have really been interested in a world where Skiba stayed with Blank and Tom came back and they became a four piece. I'd be that very sick. I would have been way more interested, I think, to see them again and like to see what they would produce if that was the case yep um but this is what it is and i mean travis sounds great on the album the whole album like travis is killing it on drums i think mm-hmm. i think he's still one of my favorite drummers but um yeah i don't know i uh nothing else else really to add to it i i i mean i i'm interested in the future of blink and if this is the last album we ever get from him that's that's fine you know yeah 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 i hope we get another one but yeah this is a good start and it's got me I think the thing that I'm excited, like I'm excited for the album, but the other thing I'm excited for is just like their fan base is very, like they're just having a great time with this, and it's been like pretty fun to be a part of for me, anyways. Like, so I mean, I don't seems like it's see any of that yeah. shit because I don't really check any of that stuff out. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad that pop punk is like kind of on its like upswing again, you know, like revival. Yeah. yeah like it seems like, you know, that w- we were young festival in Vegas and like Paramore's really killing it. And, you know, Alkaline Trio is coming out with an album. Fucking Taking Back Sunday is coming out with an album next week. You know, Blink's album. Like it just seems like there's a lot of like really great pop punk albums coming out that are, I mean, Paramore's mm-hmm. album wasn't really pop punk, I guess, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just that era of music is still like going strong and these bands are coming back and that makes me happy. So mm-hmm. me too. Me too. I like uh, uh let's start with loki sure i thought this episode was kind of boring I'm not gonna lie i also felt like it slowed down a little bit yeah i uh it felt very long and i didn't find it overly compelling to be honest yeah it was okay i think there were some cool things in it but i think like i said to you and like i've said week after week is i'm just kind of fucking over it all like i just like especially anything to do with this multiverse shit like i just don't care like i just i can't find it in me to give a shit i think you would care though if it was doing something interesting it's not doing anything interesting like that's my problem with it is like okay this is now whatever three years into this multiversal stuff and they still haven't done anything interesting with it really like outside of the spider-man spider-man three being all together like uh 
I don't think anything has been like, oh wow, that's sweet. Like wow, yeah. like I don't know. Like I, if they were doing like cool shit, I I think we both feel differently about it. Like story wise and plot wise and like building towards something and like you know cr- crescendoing into this like huge mashup of worlds and maybe it will but like as of right now it's just they haven't shown us anything that makes me go like fuck yeah this is cool yep. you know yeah yeah um, I agree. i'm still liking like the dynamic of the show and the characters hanging out together and whatever but like i just didn't find this episode to really like add a lot to the story i was just like okay we it's finally cool. got to see jonathan majors come back as Kang. well i guess this is what's his yeah. name again uh the one that remains or Victor, whatever. Victor Timely oh, or whatever. Victor Timely, yeah. Um, his stutter drove me nuts the entire episode. Oh, I like that. I was like, oh, that's good acting because he's keeping it together. I thought it was so annoying. Um, I don't know. Like, I liked that it was like old timey, like science kind of thing. Like he was like making this like, you know, flim flam machine trying to get people to get like fucking money and shit. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. But, um. I like that he's just a big fraud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of his shit actually works, and yeah, everybody's trying to kill him because he's taking money from all these pe- rich, rich guys. And but um, I'm interested to see like if this like like them coming back and getting him to like that's the problem with time travel for me is like you can't have A without B, but you can't get to B without A, and like it becomes like this giant loop of like you know problems where like I'm like well was he always taken from the past to come into the, the TVA or was he somebody else? And this is a variant and they're taking this variant from a different timeline and bringing him into the TVA. And then how does that affect the other timelines? And like, like kind of like the back to the future model of like, well, if you change something, it affects everything. And like, you know, you start deleting aspects of the world that you didn't expect. And like, if they started going into that of like, Oh, this is going to drastically affect whatever in the future by doing, by changing the shit in, the, in like 18, whatever it was, 1812 or whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah. I think that'd be interesting and like a good story element, but like, again, it just seems like they're just toying with the timeline to toy with the timeline. It doesn't seem like it's really adding anything plot wise. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I kind of feel the same way. It's just, we're not doing anything and it just seems to be, uh, I mean, I guess it's saved by, Tom Hiddleston and it is. Owen Wilson, like they're just they're so good together, right? Like, and the production again, values are are top yeah. notch. Like the show yeah. looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the set design, the the costumes, like the the dialogue, it's all really good quality. It's just like the plot so far is just like I don't know. It just seems like we're spinning our wheels here. We're already halfway through. Yeah, exactly. It's three more episodes, and it's like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean comparing it to gen v it's just like night and day to me it's like well this is a show that's just hitting it out of the ballpark and then loki is just like eh. well we can talk about gen v in a minute but i have to say that i thought this week's gen v was actually a little bit slow as well not that i had a i love this week's i i didn't i liked it but i definitely found it less compelling this week Maybe just because there wasn't like anything crazy happening like there is every week, right? Like there's no dicks blowing up in this one. There's no, you know, it's just Fire. more like story. The, story right? I mean, we can, we can move into that unless you have more to add about Loki. I mean, I, I really don't have all that much to say about it because I just didn't really find it overly compelling. Yeah. Um, what else about Loki? What did I like about Loki? 
Um, I like that we got more Ren Flair, and I like that we got some explanation to Miss Minutes and like how she was created and why she was created and AI um, going going haywire, man. She's falling in love with her maker. Yeah, man. She's all like, mm, "Give me that dick." Yeah, well, exactly. And I was like, "Well, that's bad. You don't want your AI doing that." Mm-mm. You're gonna have a bad time, or maybe you do, or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe it's programmed to be that You're way. Doing exactly what I. Uh... Uh, programmed you to do exactly well i liked i liked her getting like all big and like scaring the town mm-hmm. folk and shit it was i like, like how a... she turned into old timey like she's yeah. like oh i disguise myself black and white yeah um i thought that was funny and like um uh, it was like godzilla-esque of like you know walking through the town and shit um i think if they did more like uh stuff like that i'd be like oh this is this is interesting like um even like if they if they brought her into like the present day like Earth, like mm-hmm. would anybody even care after everything that's happened on Earth? Like totally, like, great. Totally. There's a clock. clock? Man, yeah. that makes sense. We've seen aliens. We've seen an octopus. So yeah, it's like all right, clock now walks. That seems normal. Um, seems less harmful than a giant alien. So exactly, it doesn't seem to be destroying just anything. Do its thing. Yeah, yeah. got to do its thing. Like I don't think she can really like interact with the world, right? Like. I don't know. It doesn't kind of did in this, so it doesn't seem like she really like d- did any harm to any of like of the stuff when she was like all big and walking through the city. No. Like, no, no, no. So, so I don't know like how much interaction she can actually have with the real world. Like, like she's not tangible, so like she can't damage anything. She just right. Like, it's like a, like a hologram. Yeah. Like, um. But yeah, no, I I I like her as a character, and like like you said, like Renslayer is good. Uh, Sylvie's still like you know there i don't know she I, I found her less interesting this episode just because she just seems like she's so full of hate and i'm like yeah. i kind of miss her being like i don't know at least human like with loki and like appreciating yeah, that, that took the whole season to get to that last season though yeah yeah like it's not like she was just like that right there came no. a turning point like at, you know towards the end but but she's so dead set on killing killing him and i'm like they're giving you all this information reason why not to kill him like like and she just refuses to see anything but what she wants to do i guess we should throw up the spoilers thing here but i should um overall like i i I don't know i just again it's the it's the same issue we've had with every single mcu show is like the middle episodes spin their wheels the last episode feels like it doesn't have enough time and rushes through everything and it's like and then it's over and we're like well if they wouldn't have wasted those two middle episodes, the last episode would have been probably fine. Oh, yeah. And it's like, they still just aren't getting the, the, the layout of the episodes and like what, what they need to hit. And like, why is some episodes 30 minutes and other episodes 50 minutes? Like just fucking make it one cohesive vision. And I think yeah. like we talked about last week, a little bit of them adding showrunners and like stuff like that to, to run their, their uh, different programs. Like I think, will help them in the long run but yeah i do too i think that'll be a big help so um but yeah it was okay and like i said it's not like i'm finding loki bad i'm not i just i'm just not excited for mcu i just i i feel the same i'm just i'm just burnt out honestly i just like i honestly couldn't give a fuck if we spent another second in the multiverse like i just i don't care yeah it's time to move on yeah i don't care it's not compelling like you said, they're not really using it to the, their best advantage. And like, 
you know, maybe if I if they want it to work, then they should show me why it it it's like you know why they want to use it so bad and like actually do something fun with it, right? But totally, I, I yeah, like I said, I I think Deadpool three is going to be the the game changer. If Ryan Reynolds can't do something clever and fun with the multiverse and Deadpool, then we're not getting anything fun. Like, I mean, if any character could do it, it would be him. So, what up, Southtown Pain Apps? What up, my friends? Had some tacos and tequila shots, so I'm out. Haha, <laughs> I'll check the replay on everyone and hit that like button on the only podcast Joe Rogan fears. <laughs> Thanks, Southtown, man. I appreciate you, and you have a good night. Amazing. Stay safe. <laughs> have a good night, man. Um, Enjoy uh fuck joe rogan Rogan, that's right be weird be weary joe rogan yeah he only has like always the number one podcast and uh we've got one viewer which is one viewer who's leaving for tequila who's leaving (laughs) uh fuck joe rogan um so funny that's the best comment we've ever got i think yeah it's one of my favorites um that's great yeah, I don't know. Like I like I said when when I compare Loki to Gen V, it's just like night and day to me. Like I I want I Gen V comes out at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and that's so I can watch that episode and then go to work. And it like I, I watched it immediately as soon as it came out. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm watching this right away. Like I watched I can't it wait. first. Yeah. And Loki, I watched sometime the next day because I was just like, whatever. When I get to it, I get to it. You know. Yeah. Um, I watched both the same night, but I watched Gen V first because I'm actually excited for Gen V week to week. I'm like, ooh, what's gonna happen? Yeah. I like this episode, Gen V. I thought it was awesome. Like it's very fun. Um but yeah, I like I said, just because there's nothing too crazy happening and excite, like, you know. I mean I loved stuff, I guess, but I love the sex scene between Oh what, yeah. What's her yeah. face and what's his face? Uh uh, uh Cricket and uh Sam. Sam, like her turning into a puppet was just fucking awesome. I love all the puppet puppets stuff. Yeah, um, puppets fun. I love the Soldier Boy cameo. Soldier Boy cameo was also pretty he funny. Yeah, so funny. And uh, like Neil even reached out to me and he was just like, "Oh, you guys gonna talk about everything that Soldier Boy talked about during this episode?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's a whole episode." Um, yeah, it's just. I, I love how the show's written. I love how dark and, and adult it is. And like um I don't know. I thought it was really compelling. Like her them all being stuck within um her head and like her, her childhood and like understanding why she is the way she is and like how she was kind of manipulated by people in power to do, you know, kind of what they but wanted her does. to do. Um I thought it was interesting and it, like they've all fucked up and they've all done shitty things and it showed all mm-hmm. those sides of it and we learned more about each character and like I, I don't know I appreciated that as a, as a plot building device as a story device like I, I thought they did a great job with making you care more about these characters and like mm-hmm. uh, it got picked up for a second season so that's great I heard that yeah that uh, it's also gonna directly lead into the next season of the boys this season is so nice. this this season leads directly, I guess, into the boys season four. There's no release date yet for it, but I guess they, it builds into that of what's going to happen nice. in the boys. And then when the boys season four ends, it's going to push directly into the next season of Gen, Gen v. v. Dope. That's so fun. they're kind of building their own little uh, multiverse or world universe, whatever. Yeah, universe. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, and um, I guess like the both. 
showrunners from both uh like gen v and the boys are communicating to make sure like the stories make sense and like one's not doing something that won't work for the other and so like when they're building this um uh virus or whatever for soups they she the the showrunner for gen v had to clear it with the showrunner for the boys to make sure like that's not going to fuck up anything within the boys and like they had to make sure that it made sense and it was cohesive and they could write stories around it and like how this affects the worlds and like all that stuff and i'm like this is exactly what star wars needed what fucking the Mm -hmm. dcu needed like this is exactly what works in these shows is like yes communication collaboration two cool story writers working together to like make sure it makes sense and works and like awesome yep i agree it's uh nice to see so if if that actually plays out that way that'll be that'll be great so i kind of assumed once we kind of got into that whole like uh virus for to kill off superheroes or whatever that that was going to kind of be the lead into the boys because like how could it not right i think so too yeah yeah um I assume the like season four of the boys is done being shot, so I assume I, I would guess like early January or maybe February it will come out, and like nice. maybe if they can get on that that rotation of like boys season in like uh, early early of the year, like February to April or whatever, and then like a Gen V season like later in the year, like you know September to November or whatever, like that would be awesome. That would be cool. Just keep yeah, bouncing back and forth that. like that, like that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I'd be in, in for that. Um, so, but yeah, I'm really liking Gen V quite a bit. Like, it's just, it's com- like you said, compelling. The characters are interesting and flawed, and yeah, they know, all have flawed. Not not, sh- not shying away from that right now either, right? Yeah, yeah. There's some. I like. The, I like the whole mystery bit of it all too, right? And trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on. Well, we know what's going on, kind of now. I mean, they're they're yeah, trying to yeah. they're trying to make a virus to kill the soups and yeah I'm not sure. that i like that that yeah there's that there's like some like we're not just living in this land of superheroes it's like totally we're kind of exploring that world but we're also like getting this fun little like mystery fucking thing week to week kind of thing right it's been fun so yeah totally i liked that um you know like all the like despite what's her face like the chick that's mine yes kate uh despite her all her fuck-ups and like feeling everybody feeling like she's manipulated them and fucked with them like then they go into like uh uh what's his face the, the main black dude there oh um, yeah i don't remember his name right now uh yeah. like he was cheating on his best with her the whole time with her the whole time and like was looking down on her for doing that shitty things and meanwhile it was his best friend's girlfriend and like so he's kind of shitty and then like you know what's her face killing her parents and that's kind of sh- like it was all just like everybody's done something shitty everybody here is human and have made mistakes and like we're judging somebody and i feel like that was like kind of like the message of the episode is like everybody's made mistakes and like the sooner you can like get over that and and realize that like you're not this high and mighty person like i i feel like there's so many like like meta things that the show's saying all the time about like the real world shit that like i just love mm-hmm. that you know yeah me too it's nice it's good it's yeah kind of saying that like like pretty much everyone's a fuck up and or has yeah everybody's flawed shit in their life right like yeah and uh, like i i think it's kind of like a, a comment on cancel culture and like all that stuff it's like everybody's fucked up and like you know but it's too woke though ryan 
Too well, that's what I'm saying. Like the the woke aspect. I'm like, I, if anything, I think it's anti woke. Like I really do. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I think the show's awesome. Like I I'm so disappointed. There's only two more episodes left. I know it's a bummer, right? It's like this this episode like like you said probably was like the tamest of of the season so far mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i feel like that's just setting us up for like episode. for like the last two episodes to be just fucking nuts yes. and i think they did that right this was the, this is how you use one of those like you know close to the end of the season episodes you you fucking way. yeah you like pitch the ball and like this episode is the pitch it's setting everything totally. up and then, like, the next one is when shit gets real and we get answers and we get, you know. The home run. It's knocking it out of the yeah. park, man, and you're running the bases, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, that, that was a baseball reference for all you non-sports fans. Um, True. He's the next Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, I'm not a baseball guy. Um, yes, he is. No, I'm not. Don't let him fool you. I could name, I think, three baseball people in the history He's of baseball. He's a catcher. Yeah, that, that, that's me. <laughs> uh I pitched too. I pitched too. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I just really love the show. And like, I, I think like so many elements are pulled from so many different things. Like, like you could so see like the X-Men type, like mute anti-mutant like thing rising up in the, in the boys and like, but it's just twisted to that like really dark level. And that's why I love the show so much. It's like, it, it was designed for my, me and my like likes and my fucked up brain of like, yeah, this is this is really good, and then we're just gonna make it fucking fucked up and dark. And here you go, you know. Like when that doctor was like, "Let's see how far we can take the virus or whatever." Right? Yeah. He's like, "Let's it. let's take it up ten percent like, or whatever the fuck he said." Like, let's make her really sick, and I'm just yeah. like, "Oh my god, that's fucking it's sadistic, hell, dude." Yeah. And then they go back in, and she's fucking she's dead, dead, and fucking sores Bubble. all over her body and shit, and blood. And I'm like, "Oh Jesus!" Like this is. This is horrifying, but um, it's like a Nazi, like fucking World War II camp, man. Like they're just doing all these crazy ass tests in this like underground facility. It's fucked up. And um, so, do you... go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, do you think for the next episode or the next couple, do you think we're gonna get any big cameos? Yeah, I definitely. I think we'll get some boys cameos. I don't know who exactly, but I definitely assume that the boys will be involved. Yeah in some way like it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh butcher or something shows up in the last two episodes trying to get that fucking virus or something yeah the thing is they'll probably try to use that on homelander right so yeah well that's what i assume is what it's building towards is like some kind of like the boys are gonna end up turning like really dark and bad i mean they already are to a certain extent but you can see their angle of like like the soups are out of control we need to fucking fight them but like this is going to take it to a dark level of like well now they're kind of the bad people where they're spreading you know a disease that's going to only kill all the soups and like some of the soups what did that doctor say at the end of the episode now make it contagious yeah 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 exactly (laughs) yeah and like the whole time i thought she was going to end up having some kind of power or something too and that she was just hiding it but apparently Mm -hmm. apparently she's just a human that wants to kill all the soups so Fair enough. I uh, um, yeah. I I assume that we'd get a butcher cameo in the next two episodes, but maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, it would make sense. Or Especially you know, a Homelander. Yeah, we're or Homelander. Yeah. Who knows? He could be like going to the school to you know wipe it out because he hears about this virus or something. Like that could mm-hmm. be the big fight scene at the end of the series. Who knows? That would be fun. Um, 
I never did talk about what I watched this week. Oh, <laughs> I just we should probably it. do that. We just jumped right into it. And it's totally fine. I don't. I. I, I didn't watch a whole lot, but I do want to say that you did I, watch Nightmare on Elm Street. I finished the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and my God, is six the, one of the worst movies I've ever watched. I, <laughs> Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare is fucking horrifically bad. Like, is that worse, the sixth one? Yeah, it is awful. Awful. <laughs> like I. I almost couldn't get through it. Where like I literally was like. Like, can I fast forward through the rest of this movie? Like, it is so fucking boring and bad. Um, Final Nightmare is really slow. Like, I know you like that movie Which a one's... lot. Or, uh, new oh, Nightmare. oh, that's the new new Nightmare. New Nightmare. It's I haven't a... seen it in a while, but I do remember liking it. Fucking boring movie. Hmm. The first Some hour of that movie just it's cool, fucking like the scene drowned. in the hospital where. Uh, they there, come out of the ceiling or something like that, or there is some awesome episode or episodes, uh, awesome elements of it, like story wise. Like, it's really creative. I really appreciate Wes Craven for like how like meta he makes his like scream is obviously the step forward after New Nightmare, and like, mm-hmm. like to write a story that's about a story that he was, you know, like it's all on top of each other and all mixed together, and it's it's really smart in that way. But like, it is so slow for the first hour, and like. Freddie doesn't really even show up until like the last 45 minutes of the of the movie and it's just like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ can we get on to this like it's just a lot of like dialogue and like oh don't fall asleep fall asleep oh. it's like nothing's happening I'm like this is so boring um, I need to watch it again one three and four are the best three by far like one three and four one, three, and four. Two is awful too. Like two is obviously yeah, bad. Yeah, they're gonna be saying two. So like, I would, I would, if you're gonna watch any of them, I would say watch one, three, and four. And then if you really want to watch New Nightmare, go for it. But like two, five's fine. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just like it's fine. But it's just there. Yeah, but like two and six just don't even bother. They're fucking horrific. And then I watch Freddy versus Jason as well, and like. There's elements of that movie I really like. Like, I I like the dynamic. I know it's like silly and dumb and like, but there's some awesome kills in that movie. There's some really cool scenes in that movie. It's awesome to see Jason and Freddy, you know, in the same movie. Like, um, despite of how corny the actual storyline is and like whatever, but it just made me really think like, how has it been, you know, this long since we've gotten a Friday the Thirteenth or or a Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Like. I mean, they did the remakes, but like, other than the remakes, it's basically been like twenty years since we've really gotten, you know, either franchise back, and it just seems crazy to me. Well, the thing is, is if there's no demand for it, like I know there, I know there is always going to be like that horror demand, right? Yeah. But it's like, why in this day and age where it's like, you know, if it doesn't make a million fucking dollars or a billion dollars, then it's like, oh, it's we're not going to make another one. Like, yeah, but the thing with horror, right, is like. Like I was talking to my friend Dan earlier, and um, he is watching uh, The Descent. I don't know if you. I think you've seen that movie. I've seen it. Yeah, really? I love that. That movie's really good. But um, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it, it is scary. Monster things or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen The Descent out there, like highly recommend that. It gave um, me like hardcore claustrophobia. Just totally, very claustrophobic just, like, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like that's a, a movie that's 
probably was pretty low budget. Like, there's nothing really in that movie where you're like, oh, they spent a fortune on that. Like, Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. Like, these are movies that were shot super, super cheap. There's no huge effects in them, really. Like, and it's just, like, very, you know, one camera, like, really easy to shoot movies and i'm like you there's a way to bring back friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street and i'm not saying it's like a found footage thing but like there's a way to bring these movies back where you don't make them for a hundred million dollars you make them for you know 15 million dollars like you get some some no-name starting up actors you don't need some fucking you know oh we got robert downey jr to be fucking freddy it's like you know (laughs) there's no reason for that huge name hey don't fall asleep yeah exactly (laughs) exactly like uh I, I just think like get get some newcomers into the into these movies or like you know whatever and and there's a way to make these movies and have them make money and be successful and not make two hundred billion dollars and be like oh it only made half a billion dollars we're disappointed like it's like no it, movie cost ten million dollars and it made sixty great you know yeah um yeah I I I I'm, I know my taste for the genre has just kind of disappeared so it's different right but but it's i think if it was a good well done movie it would compel people Maybe. back to the horror like Maybe. i think the reason people are bored of horror is there's so much trash out there there's so much shit mm-hmm. horror and you know not that i'm saying like friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street are fucking knocking it out of the park like if anything i've been highly critical of both franchises like you know there's three or four good movies in each but like the overwhelming majority of those movies are not good Um, i'm gonna get into halloween next and you know i'm right on par with my 31 for 31 so we'll see if i can knock it out the last uh you know 10 days of the month but um even halloween i know there's some bad halloween movies in there too so i'm not expecting a ton but i don't know i i think in this day and age like you don't need to knock out a movie every single year you don't need you know, if like Saw did for a long time, like Paranormal, Paranormal yep. Activity did, where they was like, oh, we need a sequel every year for the next ten years, and then everybody fucking every hates the franchise, and everybody's like, okay, I don't want to see Paranormal Activity seven, like fuck off, yep. and you burn it out, and it's like if you pace these things out, where you're getting a solid, great horror film, and then maybe a sequel in three years or four years, you know, you let it rest, you make people want it again, and and desire it again and then it comes out with another solid movie that's well written and directed well and like interesting cool concept whatever like i'm not saying it has to be highbrow but like you can do more than just a slasher movie that chicks are flashing titties and guys are smoking pot like you know it just doesn't work in 2023 like you know but overall i'm loving my horror movie binge And I'm loving October. So I don't know. Um, I still want to see Saw X because I hear it's very good. But uh, when I get to it, I'll get to it. You know, yeah. I'm not going to the theaters. So yeah, I am not going. I have to get tickets for Miss Captain Marvel or whatever the Marvels. Is it even for yet? yet? I don't know. I would just, I would assume so. We're less than a month away. So We're like two weeks away. Are we really that close? I think it's like November 5th, isn't it? Let me see if I can buy tickets right now. I don't know. I, I don't remember. It's like right after Loki finishes, I think. Three weeks? I don't know. You'll have to look. I'm not sure. I don't. Maybe it's November 12th? I don't yeah, remember. Advanced tickets. Advanced tickets. 
I'm, I have no hype for that movie at all. Neither, November 10th. November 10th. All right, I was somewhere in between. It's... So what's today? It's 22nd. That means... What? I don't know. So the last Loki episode's after it? Time's hard. Yes. Let me look at the calendar and see. Time. time so time. how many more? How many more Loki's? We have three, right? Three, yeah. So one, two, three. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But it'll be after it. Weird. Well, we will be covering all this stuff in the coming weeks, so you can look forward to that. I will see that. I will see the Marvels at first week for sure. Yeah, as long as I can get somebody to come with right me. Right to it, I still will. Yeah. We'll either cover it that that Saturday or the following Saturday, one or the other, depending. But um, yeah, we'll cover the end of Loki. We'll cover the end of Gen V and Captain or the Marvels or whatever the fuck. And then who knows what the fuck we'll do for the rest of the year. We got our Spotify list coming up. We got our yeah. top of 2023 albums or our top of 2023, whatever list to, to do. Make, trying to make the new Blink album show up on my top Spotify. I only have a month to do it, but I'm going to try. It's not gonna make my top. Make mine. No. Too many better albums this year, but uh, yeah, I get D box. Yeah, you always get D box. I don't, don't I know why. I'm buying for this right now. Yeah, good, good, good. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh next week we'll have our thoughts on Loki and Gen V, and I will be streaming Spider-Man 2 on PS5 throughout the week. So if you're interested to see that, I will probably start streaming that. I would guess Monday because tomorrow I have want to watch football. So uh, I'm gonna guess Monday to Friday. I'll probably hammer out that game. I think it's only 30 hours long, so I'll probably split that up. You know, five hours a day or something like that. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in that, come by the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at Moose Milk Media. You can follow Matt at Customs by Matthew on Instagram as well as his YouTube channel. Same thing, slash at Customs by Matthew. And grab the podcast on podcast services if you so choose. Subscribe, like, follow, all that stuff. Helps the numbers, helps find people to, or helps people find the new, the, the podcast. And uh, we appreciate it. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to get it bigger. What's that? Insides. Your mic's starting to die out, but that's okay because the episode's over. At least it lasts until the end. Exactly. Exactly. So thanks everybody for uh, checking us out, and we will see you next Sunday. Next Sunday at 1 a.m. Cheers. Ah. <laughs> My computer froze.